0: Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. To live fully is to be in constant contact with
1: the Creator. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is finding the joy. And now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo.
0: Hello everyone. Today I want to talk to you about how to live life fully. But first, an apology. I was listening to the program on the radio. I put the radio on it to just see if it was on. It sounded like sometimes I had too much energy. Energy is a good thing at certain times and places. But I think that because probably of my age. And the message, the seriousness of the message, it's a solemn message in some ways. Yeah, there's a lot of joy in it also. Of course there is. But first the solemn, and later you will find joy. But I can't give you the joy. See, I can't give it to you. You have to find it, and it's there for you. But first, the solemn First, you have to see that somehow you've missed the boat and you've never wanted to admit it. But when you did have to admit it to yourself in, in moments, when you sat there, your wife said she wanted the divorce, your kids said he hates you, you know, you messed up your health in some way, Things are working out. In certain moments you sit there and you have to admit that you've messed up. But then you know what mistake you made? You resent yourself. So you've always tried to manipulate every situation, every person, every event, every moment in your life you have tried to manipulate it to make it look seem good when it really wasn't. Or to try to make yourself come out on top or to hide something or not not not, not allow something to come out. Or to to try to make yourself look good. to make yourself look right, to make yourself look innocent. And so you put on an act. Oh, you put on an act for people. to try to make yourself look like a nice person. But the very act of trying to make yourself look like a nice person, of trying to impress them, is itself a wrong. And in your in those quiet moments, you have to see that it too is wrong. But then, when you see it, you can't see. You try to manipulate that moment instead of just seeing it, just seeing that you haven't found the answer. And you've tried to manipulate people and seeing that it's wrong and just bearing a little bit of pain for seeing that. You try to rise above the moment. And how? By resenting it. By resenting it, your proud ego could puff up and, and hate what it sees instead of just admitting it or blaming someone instead of just admitting it. So there's a lot to admit. And you can't do it on your own, because all you've ever done is manipulate everything. So what are you going to do? You have to find the standard. You have to find something greater than yourself, to which once and for all, you can submit and say yes, and not try to manipulate it, because you have such respect for it. Do you understand?
1: High achievers continually seek ways to do things better. To handle what comes your way with more poise and calmness, keep listening to Shedding Shackles.
0: Some of you are capable of moments of decency. For example, when there's a little child there, and the sweetness of the child and the innocence of the child forces you to to rise to the occasion of not trying to manipulate, not trying to fool them. Do you understand? or some of you have known someone that you respected so much for their virtue, for their honor, for their truthfulness, that you you ran from them because you knew around them you would feel ashamed and you didn't want to manipulate them. See, well, you may have met a person that liked you and maybe they wanted to go out with you or something, but you actually saw that they were a really nice person. And you felt that uh, they would be better off without you, without, you know, being caught up with you, married to you, or something like that. So you've had your moments. But the problem is that uh, you haven't been like that with, you haven't found God. See, if you could find someone Through whom came the truth so clearly, so perfectly, and so so much from God that you could believe it and not only believe it, but not try to manipulate, not try to duck it, not try to change it, not try to hide from it, but just see it. It would be the beginning of change for you, change for the better. So, you have to find this truth. And it's all around you. God is there. Sometimes He speaks through people. Not often, but sometimes He does. And when you get the message, it awakens you to what? It awakens you to what you know in your heart. Mostly, God lets us know things by what we know in our heart. And so, When you finally, finally see the truth and realize that it is the truth with a capital T, and in the light of that truth with a capital T, you see the little truths. You see the truth about your boniness in the greater light of truth. You see the truth about your resentments in the greater light of truth. You see the truth about your manipulations and your betrayal of other people in the greater light of truth. When you respect that truth, and love that truth for its, for its honor and integrity, and you want that truth, then, my friend, you have found the beginning of salvation. To try to make yourself look good, you've tried and tried, and it hasn't worked. And the reason it hasn't worked is because you haven't found the source. You haven't found the source, the sustaining source that has been sustaining you, but from which you have been running and actually you've been trying to defeat it. Do you understand that there is a background field that sustains all of creation, that sustains matter, let's put it that way? you have the background field. And from it comes energy and matter and time. And we're all subject to time, aren't we? Well, we're subject to time, which is actually the background field, which is expressed as time when there is matter. And this background field is what well, sustains everything there is a continuous flow from the very beginning of creation a continuous flow through everything from this background field and it sustains everything but in a similar way in an analogous way God sustains people. It says in the Bible, I believe it's Paul, who says, in him we live and move and have our being. Well, if you, if you lived fully, in other words, if you simply lived like a bird, Lips are like a butterfly. Notice how spontaneous they are and how free because they just live what they have been given. They use in a, in a wonderful, natural, spontaneous way. Like little children are spontaneous. But you have become twisted and rigid and sick And afraid, and fearful, and nervous, and excitable, and depressed, and lacking creativity, and lacking spontaneity, and lacking some magical qualities that you occasionally see people express, you know, the the great composers. The scientists, the mathematicians, the explorers, the people who are alive and floating across the stage like a ballerina they express that something special. If you just simply lived, all you would have to do is simply live and not block it, not run from it, not hide from that background sustaining that comes from God, then you would live fully perfectly, you would have confidence and power and joy. There would be joy in expressing it. There would be joy in living, but you've lost it. You gradually lost it because you, you've allowed people to rob you of it. You've allowed people to shut you down. You've allowed people to put out your lights. That's right. And instead of expressing truth, you clammed up and, 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 that's what they do. That's what they do. That's what the wicked authorities of the world do. In Jesus' time, there, were, there was the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And then there was the Roman leaders who weren't quite so bad. They weren't as bad as the Sadducees and Pharisees, but they were, they were compromisers. They were politicians. They were compromisers. They were politicians. And so, Christ was a threat to all of them, wasn't he? But he lived fully. He lived, he lived, look, he lived the way we are supposed to live. And through him, see, what you are doing is you restrict the power. You hide from the power. You repress the power because other people want you to repress it. Do you understand that they get power when you when you suppress your power? And what is your power? But the power to express, the power to to live and express yourself with what comes from God, because He is the source of, of all that is good. He's the source of everything. So you want forgiveness, you want happiness, you want joy, you want a clean slate you want to express meaning and add something to the world, you can only do it when you have found him. Then he will help you to express what it is for you to express. Do you understand? So you have to learn to find the truth and then express it. And when you do, you will experience joy and spontaneity and life will start anew, this time with God.
1: Now you can listen to the meditation on your phone when you're away from home or on the go. Call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851 and at the main menu, press 1. That's 510-455-8851. Or visit our website at sheddingshackles.com, sheddingshackles.net, or sheddingshackles.us. Thanks for listening.
0: Hello everyone. I I want to continue with What I was saying yesterday, I said that the created universe is sustained by a background field of lines of force moving in all directions. You can see that these beautiful shaping lines of force coming from all directions. You can see them operate, for example when you have raindrops, which are perfectly spherical. Or in outer space, if you release water, for example, in a space station, you release some water or some molten liquid, it will form perfect spheres. There you have the evidence of the background field. So this background field is gravity to the objects that it makes. And it is also a compressive force thereby. And it's also a restraining force, a regulating force. For example, if you press down very hard on the accelerator of your car, that you will feel a push upon you. You'll get some pushback. It will push against your chest And it prevents you from going, what does it do? It actually limits or puts a brake on acceleration. So there you have it. So whenever you have change in speed, you have acceleration or deacceleration, and suddenly this magical background field appears. Now, why is that? It's because this magical background field is there, delicately regulating the the change, do you see? Now, let's talk about this background field in a different way. Let us say that everything that there is comes from it, is sustained by it, is energized by it, is made by it. In fact, everything, every particle, every atom, every star is made of this background field which happens to be spinning. When you have the background field spinning very tight and very dense, you have magnetism and you have matter. Let's call it at first proto-matter and then small electrons and so on and then coming together as atoms and so on and so forth. And everything spins, even the Earth spins, the stars spin. And so you have the tighter and tighter the spin, the greater density you have. Now, you can see that everything is made of of everything else. And everything comes from that background, which manifests a spin and then curvature around the spin. See, once you make an object, then you have curvature, then the background field curves around it. And then what do you have? You have time. And when you have these various little particles in space, then you have space between them. So, everything is sustained by this background. An analogy, maybe not a good one, but one you can visualize, would be, say, a fish swimming in the water. And this fish is sustained by the, by the water, isn't it? The fish may not even be aware that the water is there. In fact, the fish can't even see the water, but it can feel the currents. It can feel the currents, but it can see things swaying around, the algae swaying in the currents of the water, but it cannot see the water. But it is this water that stains the fish and in which it lives and moves and has its being, as Paul said. So that, my friend, is the creation. Now, let's look at the human being with the soul, and the soul is sustained by the by the Creator. But what I want to emphasize again, to live fully, to live fully, is to be ever connected to this sustaining that comes from the Creator. He sustains the soul in an analogous way to the way the background field sustains all of material creation. Your soul is a child of God, a soul child, and it lives and moves and has its being and is given life by the Creator, and He sustains it. Now, I also want you to understand that this background field sustains everything, Constantly and never stop sustaining it. If God were to withdraw his hand, everything would vanish. So let's take, for example, a little electron or some sort of a little particle spinning. How is it that such things can spin forever? How can they spin forever and ever 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 ever slow down? Something is sustaining them. It's the background field curving around them that maintains their spin. I don't think kids do this anymore, but a long time ago, kids liked to roll a wheel down the street. In other words, they they would have a big tire, they would run beside it, and then they'd give it a little, a little push and a little push, and they would keep it rolling, and they would and it would roll really fast, and they would keep pushing it. Well, that's how background field sustains the spin of particles that spin for a billion years. They can spin forever if God wants them to. In fact, they will. So there you have it. So the same way, the soul must be in constant contact with the Creator. To live forever, the soul must be in constant contact with the Creator. To live fully is to be in constant contact with the Creator. But remember, God gives us a choice. He wants us to love Him. So in order for that to happen, He has to make it possible for people to not love Him. You see that? Otherwise, He would only have made robots. Well, He gives us freedom, and so we can love him. We can forget about him, and in fact, we do. We become infatuated with the world. The world is very enticing, and so we become infatuated with our friends, and with our music, and with all kinds of things, and we forget about God. That's right. But the more we forget about him, the harder it is to know that he's there. And one day you want him. When you get in trouble, you want him. And you don't know how to find him. So the secret to life is to stay in contact with him. But when you do, then you live fully. Christ lived fully. He expressed the will of the Father. He had the love of the Father. And he had power that came from the Father. God gives everyone, even people that aren't so good, he gives them the power to live and to move and to breathe and for their heart to beat. He gives them, he, he gives them things that they can enjoy, food and friends and family. He gives all of these things. And he gives them the power to think to reason, to remember. But he gives people who live fully much, 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 much more. So to live fully, you have to be close to God. That's it. That's it. You have to find him and stay close to him. So you have to want to be close to him. And then you have to find the way to be close to him. It's more than just remembering or thinking upon It's wanting to be close to Him and then being close to Him. Wanting to be close to Him and then being close to Him. Fortunately, He has made that possible. But first you must seek. You must seek for Him. And then you must find a way to be still and to experience Him in your innermost being. And then you go out into the world, and when you do things, you are expressing truth. You're expressing what's what's right, and you're shying away from what's not right, and you're rejecting what's not right. Do you see what I mean? But it's done effortlessly, because he is there, and you move effortlessly through life like a fish swims delicately through the water, sustained by him. And he is there in your moment of need to give you a little extra assist or a lot of extra assist, which he does in various ways. But remember what I said, you must want him in your life. So, okay, early in life, you loved ideals. You loved what was true. You loved people that were noble and brave and courageous and good. And you had ideals. But then you got lost in the world, like Alice in Wonderland. You became infatuated with the world, or you became resentful. See, that's another way they get you. That's, In fact, that's the main way that they get to you. See, they haven't found God, and they don't want to find him, many of them. Most of them, Probably. And they don't want anybody else to find him because if somebody else found him, it would embarrass them and it would shame them and it would prove to them that their life is folly. So they don't want other people to find God. And they don't want other people to have another authority beside them. And they don't want to bow their knees to a higher authority. So you must find the standard. God is the standard in which everything exists and to which everything he is the unmoved mover and he is perfect love, perfect wisdom, perfect everything. He is the standard. You must see things in his standard. When you have found the standard then you can judge everything properly. Seek and find your Creator. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.
1: Visit our website at SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Thanks for listening.
0: Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.